Welcome to Life is More, a five-minute Christian devotional hosted by Steve Martin. We're glad you're here. Now, here's Steve. Hello, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I'm glad you're joining me again for our five-minute devotionals, and especially this week as we head toward Palm Sunday and um, this opportunity for us to look at passages from Scripture that are part of Jesus's journey to Jerusalem, that is, his focus and path to the cross. And we've been looking at Luke chapter 17, and here in verse 11, we have that statement come up again, where it says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus dot, dot, dot. That it reminds us he's on his way to the cross. And on his way in this particular encounter, he comes across 10 lepers in a village, and they are calling to him from across the road, and they're asking Jesus to heal them. These are, of course, the wounded, they're the outcasts, their disease keeps them apart, they have to live in their own community, and so they're calling out from a distance, hoping that he will heal them. And Jesus' response is a little bit odd to us, maybe, because his response is simply, go show yourselves to the priests. Hmm. Now, that statement that he makes, that response, is something typically done when somebody had been healed. When they'd been healed, they are commanded to show themselves to the priests. But in that particular moment, when Jesus told them to do that, it must have been a little bit challenging to their faith. Because as they looked down, the wounds were still there, the scars, the sores, the disease, the bandages, all of it, still there. Nothing had changed in that moment. Jesus just told them, go and show yourself to the priests. And the rest of the verse continues, and it says, as they went, they were cleansed. It wasn't in that moment that Jesus declared it, even though Jesus was saying, I've done it. You are cleansed. You are healed. But it was their claiming that, their belief, their faith in it, and not just intellectual faith, but their movement and life action toward that. And when they started moving to the priests, heading to the priests, that in those steps, they were cleansed. Now, Jesus, as interesting as that is, the story continues that only one of the ten comes back to thank Jesus for what he did. And Jesus kind of makes a point of this. I mean, I don't know why it was that only one seemed to feel enough gratitude to return, but maybe it is that in this calling for us to take action, be part of our faith, and take our own steps as part of the healing, that we begin to see more of our activity and maybe a little bit less of God's activity. We have a way of losing our focus. When we're there and are desperate and are hurting, we call on God, we ask for healing, we ask for his intervention. He tells us, go and take this action and I will heal you, right? God is the healer in this particular story. And yet somehow we start to convince ourselves that it's really our steps, it's our involvement, it's our role, it's what we did. And look, uh, since I did it, I guess I can pat myself on the back a little bit for doing my part. In the end, Jesus was wanting them to realize that, yes, they took steps. Yes, they went to the priest, but they should have come back and with gratitude understood who was really responsible for it all. A growing faith not only takes the steps, but a growing faith is always understanding who we are grateful for. And gratitude is so important. 
It came up in a class that I was teaching this week uh, about how hard it is sometimes to sleep. We get worried. We're anxious. Our thoughts just kind of spiral. I don't know if you've ever lost sleep and had one of those nights where you just couldn't rest. You just couldn't relax. You couldn't turn your brain off. And it's funny because in those moments, I mean, for me at least, the reason I can't turn it off, my brain is focused on a problem, on something that I need to fix. And me telling myself not to worry about the problem does nothing. I just can't turn it off. You know what helps? And according to this article I was sharing in the lesson, redirecting our thoughts to thoughts of gratitude. Instead of worrying about the things that we think we're going to control or responsible for, spend time simply reflecting and meditating and focusing on the things that are going right. What has God given you? What are the good things that God is doing in your life right now? I'm telling you, all of us can spend the rest of this week worried and focused on the things that go wrong. But we need to slow down and stop and focus on moments of gratitude, things of gratitude, the things that are going right. What blessings is God doing in your life right now? What has he given you? How has he healed you? What is he still doing? Let's focus on those this week as we learn to grow our faith. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the things that you have done and are doing and continue to do in our lives. We want to have hearts of gratitude and be able to root ourselves as people who are not only your servants, but people who are constantly grateful for all you have done and all you're doing right now. Father, thank you. And we pray this in Jesus. Amen. All right. Thanks again for joining me. I'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow.